Hey everybody, uh, Pastor Doug here from Lord's Love Church. Thanks for tuning in into our very first uh, podcast uh, that we are providing. Uh, with uh, COVID-19 and the social distancing that we're meant to practice, it's forced our church, and maybe in a positive way, uh, to be creative in terms of how we reach out to you as our church members, as our community, uh, as people that we, we genuinely uh, care a lot about. I really hope this message finds you well wherever it is that you're listening from uh, as from the conversations I've had from a few of you and different people uh, in the city and in, in our community uh, it's a tough time for all of us uh, truly as I think about the families I've lost uh, jobs and maybe even have uh, going through some sickness right now and some tough times um, my heart and my prayers are truly going out uh, to to all of you uh, and also, if you're listening at this moment, and, and this is all, all of this has been a lot, uh, too much to handle, you're feeling trapped, you're feeling uh, suffocated, uh, staying at home all the time, and not being able to go out and enjoy the normal things that we, we usually uh, are able to enjoy, uh, I just want you to know that I'm never farther than a text message away or a call or email, uh, or a Zoom call, WhatsApp, whatever it is, um, whatever platform you want to use, uh, let you know that you're not alone. Uh, that, that during this time, even though we're meant to uh, be away from each other physically, uh, we're still a church, and we're still meant to take care of one another in some way. Especially you, if you're wrestling with mental health right now. I just want to say that God is with you, God is for you. He understands your pain. He's with you at this moment, closer than you, than you think. And I hope that you would experience his presence uh, at this moment uh, as you're listening. So what are we trying to accomplish uh, with this uh, podcast? Well, uh, as I was saying before, uh, since I can't see many of you, uh, this is just a creative outlet for me uh, just to connect with you a little bit and to chat with you. Hopefully you feel like we build a little bit more of a connection uh, even as you're listening at this moment. I don't know how long uh, this podcast is going to go for. I, I don't know what kind of topics uh, we would address, but hopefully uh, it'll be interesting topics, uh, hopefully interesting anyways, uh, topics that you bring up, topics that you have uh, have been wondering about. And uh, this is going to be led by you, and we're going to see how far this goes and maybe where God brings this. And this might just only serve uh, for this season, and then that's that. Uh, but I'm hoping... This would be a medium that, that, that would help us to, to grow a connection uh, in, in our community. A question that I've been asked um, through this time, uh, through this COVID-19 pandemic, uh, through this emergency is this. What is God saying to us? And that, that is a really tough question. That's a big question and I'm not going to uh, speak on behalf of God uh, but what I am going to do is theologize uh, and I'm going to speculate and I'm going to pray and discern and re- really hear what God uh, has to say to his people. Because during times of pain and suffering, I, I believe it's C.S. Lewis who said that God shouts in his pain, uh, that pain is actually God's megaphone to us of, of, of arousing a deaf world, a world that usually neglects him, usually rejects him, usually it put, puts him off to the side as if he didn't exist. And I believe at this time, God is getting our attention. And even this question of, God, what are you doing in this time? God, what are you saying? That, that, that those questions are starting to arise from, from some of us uh, within uh, the church community, but also uh, within those that do not yet uh, know God. And 
I can't say I have a definite answer again, but a social media post that caught my attention the other day, I think alludes to this. And what did the social media post talk about? Well, it was kind of eerie how it was comparing this passage to what is going on in our time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not one of those doomsday sayers kind of guy. You know, like God is going to end the world on this day or at that time and when and where and all that that kind of uh, jazz, uh, we, we are pretty clear. We know it's clear from Scripture and from what Jesus says that no one will know uh, when the day comes, that He will come like a thief in the night. So that's the promise that we have, that uh, that we don't know. And anyone that says that they do know, well, we definitely know that that's not going to be the day uh, because uh, they simply say uh, that they know uh, when the day is. But what caught my attention was a sharing on a passage in Second Chronicles chapter 7. And if you're familiar with scripture, this is the passage that talks about the dedication of the temple where Solomon is praying for the temple and then the fire uh, comes down from heaven and consumes the offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord fills the whole temple. This is what happens in Second Chronicles chapter 7. But as you go on, Later, uh, verses 11 onwards, uh, that's the, the subsection, the title there is, The Lord Appears to Solomon. And after uh, God consumes the offering, He fills the temple with His glory, uh, He appears and He speaks uh, directly uh, to Solomon in the temple. And He says this, verse, uh, chapter 7, verse 13 of Second Chronicles, When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or command locusts to devour the land, or send a plague among my people, now, to stop right there for a moment, in this verse 13 there, people have been speculating and have noticed and compared that to what's happening in the world at this moment, uh, what's been happening in recent times, to compare uh, the whole shutting up the heavens so that there's no rain, and comparing that to what's happening or what happened in Australia in terms of the forest fires that more or less consumed all of Australia and Australians and the world were praying that God would bring the rain uh, to bring relief uh, to the land. Then there's later on in the middle of verse 13, it talks about locusts. And if you've been following the news uh, earlier this year, uh, large parts of uh, not Australia, uh, Africa were hit by uh, locusts and they were eating the crop and they were devouring everything in its land and on, on the land and people were running out of food. Now, this last part here, uh, and send a plague among my people. And that's what we're experiencing now in this moment. We're experiencing a plague. We're experiencing a pandemic. We're experiencing a disease and a virus that's spreading at unprecedented rates. Uh, Maybe not as bad as past pandemics, but basically in recent times, the worst uh, that's ever uh, happened. And I was reading a a medical doctor last night saying that this is one of the worst pandemics in his lifetime. And I definitely can say that um, in my own lifetime, I've never experienced anything like that now either. So what what is God saying on this? Well, after he says this in verse 13 and verse 14, it says this, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and will heal their land. So perhaps what God is saying in all of this is that it's for us to realize as the church, as the people of God, as people living in the West and North America in our lives here in Vancouver, in a place where we, I take for granted just walking out to the street to the park with my kids 
or going to a local restaurant or grabbing a coffee in this time even when with those simple tasks with those simple tasks being taken away from us that we're brought to our knees in humility and that our posture and our response at this moment is to pray is to pray and to seek God and to acknowledge God and confess our ways and to repent and to turn away and to say God we need you because honestly at this time there's nothing else that can provide any comfort you turn on the news and we get more stats and data of how it's worsening I'm thankful for those that are working on the front lines who are definitely feeling it at this moment. But there's really not not any good news right now. And we've come to learn that it is through Christ, uh, through God, and through the power of the Holy Spirit that Jesus Christ is the rock. Uh, he's a solid rock that we stand and everything else is sinking sand. That At this moment, we as a collective people of God need to pray, need to be humble to our knees, and we need to cry out, God, we need you uh, because you're the only one that can that can sustain us. You're the only one that can bring us through. So maybe that's one thing that God is saying in this time, that ultimately we're not in control. That ultimately, we can't do anything to control tomorrow. We can't control what's going to happen to us. I can't guarantee uh, that there will be a tomorrow for us. No one really knows. But what I do know is that God is for us and with us and that He's going to walk with us through it all. And there is hope in all of this is because God is trying to get our attention and I'm not saying he's caused all this uh, disease and virus and the pandemic to spread Uh, that's a question or the problem of evil of why does evil and suffering exist in this world and maybe that's a topic uh, for another time but I believe through suffering and through pain and through trials God does speak a truth uh, to us but what we see here is that there is hope that if my people who are called by my name, the people that are Christians, people that are God-fearers and Christ followers, uh, if we'll humble ourselves and we'll pray and we'll seek uh, God's face, uh, God will hear from us. So he's not silent in this. He doesn't turn away. Uh, He will hear us uh, if we turn our face to him. And we know that in the New Testament passage, uh, if we draw close to him, he will draw uh, close to us. And God will hear us and he will forgive our sins and what? He will heal, heal uh, our land. So there's the promise here that, that, that if we turn ourselves in to God and we face him, we will experience his presence. We will we'll experience his grace. We will experience what he is doing. At this moment, it's been interesting for our church as well uh, during this time uh, where all our programs and ministries and social, physical gatherings are stripped away. And it really reminds me at this time of uh, what are the basics of our Christianity. And it is to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. It is to believe that God is alive and moving and He's giving us the Spirit as the counselor. But as a church, it reminds us that as a church, we're meant to go back to Acts 2 in terms of what they had and what it meant for them to be a church. Uh, They prayed every day. They had scripture. uh, They shared a meal, that fellowship with one another. And that was really it. That was church uh, for them. So I believe there is a specific word for our church at this time, uh, especially as we can't meet uh, physically. Uh, We're reminded that the church is made out of uh, people and not truly a building, uh, that at this time we're still the church, that we're still called to be the church that God uh, has called, uh, called us uh, to, to be, that even though we can't meet physically together, we can still communicate and we can still uh, connect uh, with one another. But at this moment, this reminds us that as a church, 
that we're not meant to seek out programs, but we're meant to seek out the presence uh, of God. Uh, in the everyday, to seek out His presence, uh, from when you wake up to uh, when you sleep, uh, to seek out His presence, to be close to Him, to do what you need to do uh, during this Lent season, uh, to draw close to God. And, and it's interesting that it is during this Lent season that we're experiencing this. We're experiencing uh, during this Lent season as we're meant to fast from whatever it is that you chose to fast from, that this Lent season really is an extreme form of that for those of you that are participating, that our normal and everyday tasks that we normally take for granted, even going to work, have been stripped away and taken away. And, and what do we really have left? And, and God is uh, revealing to us, I guess, our our own faults and our own weaknesses and our own um, shortcomings for myself anyways. And it's revealing to me this, what other vices have I really been depending on other than God. So at this time as a church, uh, even though we haven't been able to physically gather, uh, we're going to keep gathering online to the best of our abilities. Uh, if you missed our last uh, Tuesday prayer meeting on Zoom, it was great. We had quite a few of us uh, come together to pray with one another. But we're hoping to continue this. Uh, on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. So join us next Tuesday uh, at 8 p.m. for a prayer meeting on Zoom. And the links are all made available uh, through our usual online platforms. Anyways, I do hope that this uh, message finds you well wherever it is and whenever it is that you listen to it. Uh, Just know that God is with you in the pain, that He's with you in the suffering, that uh, He is reaching out to His church now, that He's never left and that He's always been with us, and He's going to continue to bring us through. Because we have this promise that, uh, that, that on this rock, that Jesus, He will build His church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So take care. Uh, God bless. Stay safe. Practice a social distancing. Uh, don't forsake meeting with one another, even though it might be online. Be kind. Use encouraging words. Use whatever platform you need to reach out to each other uh, so that we can see the day through. Uh, So may God be with you, and I hope to see you soon, whether it's online or in person.